Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is America's Trucking Network with Riding the Wave with Dave. Okay, guys. One, two, three. Get ready, get set, let's go. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Just a little ride music. Here we are. Well, I was summoned from Montgomery. I had my guitar on my back. When a stranger stopped beside me in an antique Cadillac. He was dressed like 1950, half drunk and hollow-eyed. He said, it's a long walk to Nashville. Would you like a ride? Yes, 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 yes. Well, let me check with the man, the main man, Mr. Tommy Taylor. Uh, You still want to hitch a ride, right, Tommy? Not walk. (laughs) Hello, Tommy. Are you there, brother? Let me see. Tommy, are you there? there? You oh, there, there you go. There you go. Yeah. We had to get you potted up. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me ask the question. You would always rather hitch a ride, especially if the bikini patrol uh, happen, would happen to come along and see us with your uh, thumb out there in the wind, right? You got that right. And it's 38 degrees out here. Pick <laughs> me up. It's too cold to hitchhike tonight. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, how's everything in your world? And uh, what are you going to start off with tonight in the sports scene? Uh, the good old boys? Or are you going to talk some uh, football? Or uh, the baseball's going down to the uh, uh, last game mm-hmm. of the series? Uh, what's up, What do you want to lead off with tonight? First off, thanks for me be on your show. I love being here every week. And let's talk baseball because we got one half of the World Series settled tonight. Just a few minutes ago, as a matter of fact, that's why I got called in when I did the Rays. I'm going to the World Series for the second time in franchise history after winning 4-2 over the Astros in Game 7 of the American League Championship Series earlier or over right before midnight at Petco Park. Never trailed the game. Randy Arozarena, two more, hit a two-run homer in the first inning to set a Major League Baseball postseason record for a rookie with seven home runs, so the Rays are going. They uh, eliminate the Astros, a very disappointing season, of course. So close and so far away for Houston. So they will now await the winner of Game 7 later today because the Dodgers come off the mat and they defeat the Braves 3-1 to to make it a 3-3. Game 7 coming up at 8-15 tonight. Ian Anderson for Atlanta. Dodgers don't know who they're going to go for Game 7. And game one of the World Series between Tampa Bay and either Atlanta and Houston will be on Tuesday at Globe Field in Arlington, Texas, a neutral site for the World Series in game one. So uh, you got the Rays for sure, eliminating the Astros. And then, of course, as we said, behind Walker Bueller, the Dodgers, he was calm, cool, and collected. And, you know, for the second straight day, they were facing an elimination game. And so they beat the Braves 3-1. to one. So it'll be later on, as we said, at 8-15 tonight, 
It'll be the Dodgers and the Braves for Game 7, the right to go to the World Series starting Tuesday, Game 1 against Tampa Bay. So, you know, Major League Baseball, they got to be liking because of some great drama, some great baseball, and great pitching, great offense, obviously. So I think MLB drilled up like it wanted. Here it is, Game 7. Both series go to Game 7, and you can't get much better than that. So uh, it should be a dandy between the Braves and the Dodgers. That is anybody's game. So baseball, you know, for everything it did wrong in the beginning of the season and all the shortcomings, looks like coming down the stretch, gosh, you're going to finish pretty strong, it looks like. Well, hey, let me ask this. How's the uh, TV rating since uh, you can't have any fans in the stands? Uh, have they been any good, or are they down like all the other sports, or what's the situation with that? They're not saying a whole lot. I think it's better than they, you know, I'm sure it's better than the NBA because uh, the NBA was in the tank, everything I've read. So, oh, yeah. Well, Le- uh, that's because that's of your good buddy LeBron, you know, him and his knuckleheads over there. Of course, he won the championship, but, you know, they kind of, uh, I, I don't know. It seemed like it was kind of set up to, to go that way. I, I don't know. You know. When you got the zebras on your side, you know, it's kind of hard not to uh, uh, make it and get another championship. Well, you got his big buddy, you know, uh, Anthony Davis. That made all the difference in the world, getting him to uh, come team up with LeBron. But, uh, yeah, I don't think anybody really cares, like you said, about the NBA anymore. Well, and the ratings were, I mean, that's exactly right. What you said is justifiable. But what they have now come out and said starting next year, all the social issues they were allowed to show and and display on their uniforms and all that's going by the boards now. They're going to tighten things down and, and kind of go away from that. I guess they realize that, you know, we tune in to watch basketball, not social statements, right, wrong, or indifferent. So uh, NBA said starting next season we'll go back and kind of, scale that back and go back to just playing basketball and letting folks watch it for while we tune in to watch a basking, uh, bouncing basketball and some players setting picks and, and not social issues. So anyway, Major League Baseball, the ratings, uh, I would think, I mean, it's too early to tell because it just happened tonight, but I would think game seven of both sides of the American League and National League would probably be some pretty good numbers. So time will tell. But again, game one of the World Series will be rolling on Tuesday, they usually wait to kind of lump them all together and say postseason play or the NL to AL championship series, the World Series have these numbers. So, uh, But, again, pretty dramatic baseball, all things considered. So, And, again, game seven tonight will be a dandy, Atlanta and the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers for the right to go to the World Series. Well, hey, now, uh, real quick, and, and your buddy Matthew, he he's right there uh, bringing you up and uh, wants to say hi to you, but uh, Jason just got done doing the show from uh, 9 to 12, and uh, we were talking about you. Your name came up, and Jason says, man, he follows you on Facebook and uh, enjoys listening to the show, and he just loved it when I was uh, haranguing you with the uh, Bikini Patrol uh, and, and everything like that. He just absolutely loved it. I said, well, that's not too, too far from uh, be, it's not being exaggerated like one of those fishing tales or anything like that. I said that was the honest truth when I was down there at poolside and all those uh, gals were out there in the bikinis <laughs> prancing around and they was wondering what the hell I was listening to. And I said, well, I'm watching my buddy over here. And, you know, of course, I showed him and they were eyeballing you around. Oh, he's kind of a cutie and stuff. I said, well, he, <laughs> well, I said, well, he's a good old boy down there in Virginia right now in Tennessee. I mean, he's, he's right down there. There and you know he loves a NASCAR and talks sports and everything. So, but anyhow, so Jason's a, a fan of yours and uh, following you now. So I got you another another big time fan besides Mr. Matthew. So 
what did you really say? Because these ladies said, boy, he's kind of cute, and I like him. And you probably said, this guy's a loser. You don't want to be around him. He's, no, he's no, no, bag. no. I talked to talk you up big time. Well, hell, you're right You're right there on the full screen on my phone and stuff like that. It was right. You're right there to uh, everybody to check you out firsthand. They loved your voice and everything. I mean, who don't like right. your voice? So, I mean, there you go. So I'm out there working for you all the time. You know that. So pounding the pavement, so to speak. But... <laughs> Yeah, you told me he's just got the weave, girls. You don't want to get around that guy. <laughs> so, anyhow, I don't know if they're going to pay a visit down there to Bristol, but I did tell them you happened to be the voice down there, and so uh, they they, lo- they loved all that. So that was pretty cool. So, well, they were Southern girls. It was uh, there in uh, Georgia, and that's almost uh, uh, your neighbor, isn't it? You're right there in oh, good old Georgia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You love it down in the South. You oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, the Florida Georgia line, uh, that, those type of activities, you know, how they uh, all rumble. And, you know, there's a few honky tonks still down in Georgia, as far as I know. But, uh, hey, well, listen, um, we're going to get into NASCAR. Well, let me go ahead and bring them on because uh, I thought you might want to comment because I know you're such a big fan of the Cincinnati Reds and the, the big red machine. Of course, you know, we lost one of our uh, uh, heroes from that uh, era, and I figured you'd probably want to talk about that. But let me uh, let me lock you in right here. Let me bring on your buddy, Mr. Matthew. Mr. Matthew, go ahead. I know you've been chomping at the bit because I did the shows the last two nights, Tommy, and uh, Matthew is telling me he can't wait to talk to you. So, Matthew, you're on with your buddy tonight. Good evening, Mr. Tommy. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, sir. How are you? Thank you for calling in. Oh, you're welcome, and I'm sorry about your balls losing to the Wildcats. Yeah, they didn't get lose. They didn't lose, Matthew. They got took out behind the woodshed 34-7, so no, it was ugly. And the Wildcats, first time they beat them in Knoxville since 1984, so that was a big win for Kentucky football and a really disappointing loss for the Tennessee Volunteers who get to go to Alabama next Saturday. Yeehaw on that one. Well, well, hey, that that points out one of the things that I told you before, uh, Tom, is that, you know, with hardly any fans in the stands or no fans in the stands, uh, there goes the home field advantage. Oh, absolutely. No question. So, and Tennessee laid an egg today big time. And so, they credit Kentucky. I mean, they came down and had a great game plan and they took it to the Vols and they beat them in Knoxville. So, yep. Yeah, we'll talk some college football here in a little while, but that was a tough loss for the, for the Vol fans here in Tennessee. Uh, okay, Mr. Tommy. We're in the round of eight and we saw and we've seen Two of the three series already have their one of the four lock into Phoenix in a month. So now we see who gets to make their mark in the Cup Series. And um, I'm sure you've heard that um, Mr. Rollbolt Elliot won last weekend, which earned him the full fur for the race later this afternoon. So with that said, who do you see winning? Well, you made a great point. First off, Chase Briscoe punched his ticket. He did win. He's now going to the championship round in the Xfinity Series. And Brett Moffitt did the same in the truck series. You're right on top of it. As far as later today for the race, uh, again, at Kansas, who's going to win it? Uh, yeah, Chase Elliott's on the pole, but I, I'm telling you, I like Denny Hamlin a lot. He runs well at Kansas. So do the Penske boys, Keselowski and Logano. So, uh, and Kurt Busch has had some, some success out there, but I would think if you had to 
say, okay, who is strong in Kansas out of these eight drivers, which again are Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Brad Kozlowski, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, Martin Trex Jr., Alex Bowman, and Kurt Busch. I would have to say the two Gibbs guys, Denny Hamlin and Martin Trex Jr., and the two Penske guys, Kozlowski and Logano. That's probably the, the strong four out of that eight that typically on the track record they've done well at Kansas. Okay. Well, um, well, this is this is down to the nitty gritty. I mean, so uh, th- these guys, get, yeah, these guys got to be fighting out because uh, doesn't a win in one of these uh, last few races pretty much guarantee making it to the final four, Tom? Yes, but whoever wins today out of those eight will go to the final four. You have uh, Kansas today, then you go to Texas next week, and come back to Martinsville, the shortest track on the circuit, and then you wrap things up down in Phoenix for the championship. So you really have three races left to get to the get to the big dance to try and win it. So whoever wins later today is going to be one of those four. Yes. Well, I already know that I have a pretty good feeling because. He won in Kansas in in, um, 2018, which I think locked him in to the championship four. I would have to go back and look. But I see him either winning Kansas or Martinsville. Who is him, Chase Elliott? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's yeah. his number one yeah. boy right now. You, you know that. Of course, he always he, he's a ba- <laughs> he's a bandwagon jumper. So you know whoever's uh, you know coming up to, close close to the top, that's who uh, Matthew's going to jump on with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he sat on the pole by the way for the race later today, and so that's what he was referring to. But Elliot's on the point, and then Joey Logano will run there beside him in the front row. So hey, can't go wrong. Chase Elliott's had a good run, and so he's he has a good. But I think Denny Hamlin may be your guy. He's been the favorite going into the race today. Yeah, and uh, Hamlin, he started off hot as a firecracker. Then he kind of cooled down a little bit. But uh, now that you know everything's on the line, uh, I would definitely have to say that he's got to make the uh, final four. Otherwise, uh, the season would be kind of a, a wash. In uh, I don't know Logano and, and Truex, and uh, you know, and then uh, I think the, you know Harvick and Klazowski, you know, uh, battling each other out. I mean, I mean, it's it's gonna be tough because there's really six drivers that uh, could easily make that final four. I think. Absolutely. As far as Denny Hamlin was announced earlier in the week that he and Michael Jordan have teamed up for this new team with Bubba Wallace and so it's been unveiled. There's really no surprise. The number on the car is going to be Michael Jordan's basketball jersey number 23. That's what it's going to be next year. So, oh, wow. Uh, and so Bubba will drive the car and it'll be the number 23 and Jordan and Hamlin will be co-owners. But uh, yeah, later today, he's got to focus on this race. And you're exactly right. Whoever wins this punches their ticket to the championship, the final four in Phoenix. But again, you got Kyle Bush, all these other guys out there going to try and win the race. And, you know, I guarantee your buddy Kyle, if he can dump somebody, he's had a tough year. One of these eight drivers in front of him, he gets a chance to win that race tomorrow or later today in Kansas. Uh, he'll dump them. So, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, he's got to keep his reputation <laughs> intact. You know how that goes. So, you know him better than me. I, I just mentioned your name, and you know he, he gave me all kinds of different looks and stuff like that. But, well, well <laughs> hold, hold on, Tommy. I got to take a little short break, and we shall return right here at America's Trucking Network. This is the Miami Valley Gaming Racing Report on America's Trucking Network. 
Former series champion Brett Moffitt won Saturday's Truck Series race, the Clean Harbors 200, at Kansas Speedway to secure a spot in next month's title race at Phoenix Raceway. Haley Deegan finished 16th in her series debut, posting the best finish by a female in a truck debut. During the race, it was announced that Deegan will run in the Truck Series full-time in 2021. Moffat, who won the Truck Series title in 2018, held the lead in overtime after an overtime restart, surviving a duel with teammate Zane Smith. Sheldon Creed finished second, giving GMS Racing a 1-2 finish. Austin Hill was third, followed by Grant Enfinger and Chandler Smith. How the other truck playoff drivers finished at Kansas, Matt Crafton eighth, Zane Smith 11th, Ben Rhodes at a Louisville 20th, Tyler Ankrum was 34th. Chase Briscoe picked up his series-high ninth win of the season Saturday night at Kansas Speedway in the Kansas Lottery 300 Xfinity Series race, and he earns a spot in next month's championship race at Phoenix. Briscoe dominated, leading 159 to the 200 laps. Daniel Hemrick was second. Ryan Sieg was third, followed by Justin Haley and Austin Hill. The race soured early for playoff drivers Austin Hill and Noah Gregson making contact on lap 15. Gregson wound up last, not being able to make repairs on his car. Cindric ran 28th. Anthony Alfredo walked away from a scary incident that saw his car get upside down and slide on its roof after a late restart, but he's okay. Other Xfinity playoff drivers and how they finished Saturday night, Brandon Jones 9th, Justin Allgaier 10th, Ross Chastain 12th. Sunday at Kansas Speedway, a playoff driver will have a chance to advance to next month's championship race in the NASCAR Cup Series at Phoenix. The round of 8th begins Sunday. Chase Elliott will be on the pole. Joey Logano starts second. Kurt Busch, Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr. round out the starting top five. This is the Miami Valley Gaming Racing Report on America's Truck and Network. That's what they always say. Well, we're back here in the USSA. And glad to be here. And we'll be back. But we can take a little short break. You know where America's Trucking Network. Okay, thank you, Mike. And you know, we're number one around here, too, on the weekend. So uh, there you go. There's a tag team right there. Back in the good old days. It is now time to take the first little trip all around the country. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No 
purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tonight with the ATN National Weather Forecast, and that's the service of our friends, and they're pretty darn good friends. You know that. At the Owner Operator Independent Drivers Association. Now, that's OIDA. And you know one thing about them? They've been fighting for the rights of the American truck driver since 1973. Give them a call, 800-444-5791, or visit them online at oida.com. And we got an action-packed map, no question about that, but we'll go out west. And, of course, more headlines, California, fires. Now you got fires over in uh, Colorado, pretty bad, and uh, they've been happening all over out west. Going to have to get a handle on that, but... uh, uh, no rain in sight, New Mex, uh, Arizona, California, Nevada, Utah, and uh, Colorado may have a few uh, sprinkles in the uh, northeastern part of the state. Other than that, it's high and dry, so they de- desperately need some rain. Uh, there is, it's almost a, a carbon copy of last night, really. Uh, you got the rain showers up in Washington State. Uh, you got the rain in the northern part of Idaho. You got the snow showers there in Montana. Uh, it's working its way on down into uh, Wyoming. And uh, then the Badlands. Now, it's pretty much mostly South Dakota and uh, Nebraska tonight that you've got uh, snow and rain combo. Uh, that's in through Iowa. It's there into Kansas. Uh, hopefully, it won't affect the races later on today. Uh, Missouri's uh, got mostly rain right now. They're going to be getting a lot more action later on this morning. Then up in Wisconsin, you got the rain rumbling across pretty much all over the uh, Great Lakes area. You're going to run into a lot of rain. At least it's rain, not snow. But uh, Michigan's getting uh, doused pretty good right now. Uh, our good friends up north of the border, uh, they've got a lot of action going on. I'll keep an eye on that all night for them. Uh, up around Toledo, you got uh, looks like a heavy rain squall right now. And then uh, I'll backtrack. Uh, then down south, looks like Arkansas, down around Little Rock, uh, is the... The one state that's getting a real rain action, but this party time down to the Big Easy, Alabama, Old Miss, no problem. Georgia looks good. Carolinas look good. Going right on up the East Coast, Washington D.C., Philly, New York, New York, Boston, Mass, A-OK right now, and then down to Sunshine State. Once again, they're getting uh, rain showers. Doesn't look like anything too severe, but uh, I'll monitor everything all night long and uh, rejuvenate the map. And uh, keep you guys posted. And if you want to be part of the show, the phone lines are open. I got Mr. Tommy Taylor on board. 513-749-7000-888-860-8785. And uh, if you want to talk any sports, I could hook you up with Tommy. Uh, say hi to him. And if you want to wait and talk uh, trucking or, you know, the Trump and the election or whatever's on your mind, we'll do that too. So, that's it for now, and let's get back here to Mr. Tom Taylor. And uh, let me see. There we go. I got Tommy locked in. Now, Tommy, you had uh, one other little news blurb you wanted to bring up about the uh, NASCAR circuit, right? Yeah, they're trying to really put a, a female back into the sport in a, in a very prominent way. You know, Danica Patrick stepped away a couple of years ago and has been a void. So this young lady coming up through the ranks, Hallie Diggin, Haley Diggin, I've heard of both. I go with Hallie, but she's 19 years old. She just picked up a ride. She's been in ARCA, the ARCA series, and so now just announced this weekend she will now be racing full-time with the truck series next year for DGR Crosley Racing. She'll be a Sunoco Rookie of the Year uh, nominee or, or player, if you will, or driver. So this is a big deal. Uh, if you look her up, she's very, you know, she's a very attractive young lady. She's 19, has a phenomenal personality. I've had a chance to interview her here at Bristol, and 
you know, the sponsors love her. She's out, you know, she'll do the old proverbial shake hands and kiss babies. She does that. Sponsors love her. She's a pretty good driver. That's the bottom line. It's a results-oriented business. And so she is moving up rather quickly. So remember that name. She'll be in the truck series next year. She ran tonight or yesterday, finished 16th in her first truck start. So uh, NASCAR is all about pushing her. There's another young lady named Natalie Decker. They're trying to move her up. Or she's moving herself up. But this one is earning her way, going up the ladder pretty quick. So I uh, remember that name. She'll be in the truck series next year. And uh, NASCAR you know, is very excited about her because, again, they're filling a void for the female fans. And I guess some of the guy fans too. But well, so, yeah, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a, uh, a big following with all the guys if she's got some of the uh, equipment you're talking about or you're hinting around. You didn't come out officially and say what kind of equipment she's she's with. And I was going to ask you, uh, what about the team? Has she got a pretty good team behind her, and, and so she's getting top notch equipment? Because a lot of times that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, I'd say it's probably it's maybe not the top. I'd say it's probably the upper tier. It's DGR Crosley Racing, which is David Gilley, the former driver. Uh, he's kind of heading up this team. So yeah, I mean it's it's not it's not junk, but it may not be the best she can get in. But it, it'll be she'll be able to perform and and make an impact on the series. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, good. Well, hey, good. And and you brought up uh, your ex pal uh, Danica. Uh, yeah, I heard a, a little a, a little while ago. <laughs> I heard a little while ago that she kicked old little boy uh, Aaron from the uh, Packers. Kicked him to the curb. Yeah, that. Now we, I know when I, she's she's Dan Dan to me, Dave. So, oh, Dan. Well, I mean, yeah, you, know, you guys. Right. I'm sure we're you're Dan tight. Dan, you know. Tight. Yeah, oh, tight. yeah, yeah, Dan Dan. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah. That. <laughs> so, oh, double D. She kicked him to the curb. So, you know, she makes a lot of money, and you know, I don't know what the reasons were, but they're no longer together, and and. Again, a very attractive lady. She'll have no problem finding somebody else if she chooses to do so. And he's a good-looking guy, so it just didn't work out. But, uh, again, filling her void. And, you know, uh, to be quite honest, she got put in a lot of good rides and never really performed. And she just never did live up to the billings. And NASCAR had hoped for a female to be a, a prominent uh, driver and have a prominent position in NASCAR. So they're hoping this, this Diggins young lady will, you know, at 19, will fill that bill. So we'll see. She's going to be in the truck series for sure. So she's moving up pretty quick. Yeah, and, and deservedly so. It's not just because she's an attractive girl and she's got sure. a good personality. She's it's a results business. And ask Kyle Bush when you don't win, it's a results business, and and she's performing. So yeah, we'll see how she does. Good. Okay. Well, thanks for that little tidbit. Well, hey, let's go ahead and shift gears. I know you know how to shift gears. Uh, so uh, and talk some uh, college football because uh, the uh, Buckeyes now right now I think they're sitting in the number five spot and they haven't even played a game. But I'm telling you right now, they are chomping at the bit and i think i told you about justin fields you know he went on that vegan diet because his dad had to straighten around his diet and he said hey dad i'll join you on it and uh he's just feeling uh 100 better he's lost some weight he's put on more muscle he says he's never felt so fast quick feet uh his uh leg injury that bugged him there at the end of the year last year that's all healed up uh but he is absolutely raring to go and all the buckeyes are raring to go and they don't care whether they play at home they go on the road or whatever uh, they're looking to go undefeated and march right through, uh, like how, uh, who was it? Sherman marched through Atlanta and, uh, take no, uh, captives and, and, uh, be set up. They, they want a, a rematch against you know who from you know where. You got it. Well, we'll see because they open up as you said in Nebraska. So today, top ranked Clemson, 73 to 7 oh, is the final. Oh, God. 
<laughs> Trevor Lawrence threw for 404 yards. Rodgers, 161 yards in receiving. So 73-7. Then the, the big game tonight was Saban on the sideline. He passed the three uh, COVID tests to, to test negative three straight times. He's on the sideline. They're down 24-20 at halftime. And I was telling the folks I was watching the game with us that this guy, he can adapt better than anybody at halftime to make changes. Well, guess what? They came out in the second half, put 21 up on the board. Georgia never scored again. Alabama wins it going away 41-24. They're still the, they're still the real deal. Uh, number four, Notre Dame wins. North Carolina, fifth rank. North Carolina gets upset. 11th rank, Texas A&M. 13th rank, Miami win. Auburn loses. Gus Malzahn probably going in trouble. Then at Auburn, there'll be people crying for his, uh, his scout. Now he got beat 30 to 22 by South Carolina in Columbia. Tennessee laid an egg against Kentucky. As the Matthew talked about earlier, 34 to 7. Tennessee, very disappointing for the Volunteers. 23rd ranked Virginia Tech wins over Boston College. So you had four upsets. North Carolina, number five, 15th Auburn, 18th ranked UT, and then 21st ranked Louisiana lost on Wednesday night. So everybody else that should have won didn't win. You had six. Let's see, who got postponed? You had Oklahoma State, Baylor, the Bearcats in Tulsa, Florida, LSU, and Southern Miss, UTEP, Vanderbilt, Missouri, and Florida International in Charlotte. So you had six postponed because of COVID. And Dave, the game only only game really matters is my alma mater, the Marshall Thundering Herd. Woo, go Herd. 4-0 to beat Louisiana Tech 35-17. So that's kind of a look at college football. But Clemson 73-7 to over Georgia Tech. Holy smokes. We talked about this last week. Yeah. No defense. Yeah. Goodness. I, I know. Uh, I mean, I don't know what it is. I mean, these guys are just scared to death to tackle somebody. Like I say, they, they don't want to mess up their makeup when they're smiling at the cameras or, you know, they, you know, uh, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, can, can't coaches teach somebody how to tackle or smack somebody? Uh, you know, you don't have to go headhunting or anything like that. You know, still play physical. Let me tell you what, when, you know, I'd go watch my daughter play and, you know, she was running back last five years or uh, stuff like that. Man, those girls would do everything they could to get a shot in there and they wouldn't just be one person with a tackle it'd be three four and they'd all pile on before the thing was all done that's why i t- tell my daughter i said man i said you know when you got two or three uh girls all you know all wrapping you up and stuff i said don't try to fight it out with them i said just go down so you don't get clobbered from behind or you know uh stuff like that and and she wouldn't listen to me she still she thought she was like jimmy brown or something like that you know no, no t- one or two tacklers <laughs> could ever bring him down you know <laughs> so the only time I ever saw him duck is like a, that old meanie Sam Huff or uh, Butkus or somebody like that would co- come headhunting for him. Then, yeah, he'd maybe fall down and pretend he hurt his leg or something, you know. That guy could run the football. You remember the guy who replaced him, Leroy Kelly? Remember him? The yeah, Brown, yeah. Number 44. Oh, I used to be a big Brownies fan. In West Virginia, that's the only team we could get on TV. It was the Browns. And you yeah. Had- uh, Gene Hickerson, Lou Groza, and Leroy Kelly. Oh, yeah, Paul Warfield. We love the Browns. But, yeah, Jimmy Brown could vote it. And, yeah, you're right. And so if your daughter tried to be Jimmy Brown, she was picking a good one. But you look at Clemson 73, Alabama 41. You had Virginia Tech scoring 40. You had somebody Memphis had 50 points. I mean, uh, Wake Forest had 40. Uh, University of North Texas had 52. I mean, you're right. I don't know where the defense is. They say that people want to come out and watch high-scoring football games, but I don't know. They're, they're getting their money's worth. These are basketball scores, some of these, but 73-7. to seven, I mean, I, 
what do you tell the team when you go out there? You're, I mean, you're it's seventy-three to seven. You can't really, Dave. You're the four-string running back, but just go out there and go down on one day. Well, no, you want to go out there and perform. So, how do you tell these these guys, these backups? You know, not to go out there and run them down the throat because they're trying to make a good impression well, to coach too. Well, yeah, and, and besides that, they're yeah. all thinking about after game uh, shenanigans that, that might go on. So you know, the, uh, the, the, the 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 you know they 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 get a little bit of game action and they figure all they're all set up for the rest of the week or something like that. So that it's a two way sword there. But yeah, I, I just don't know about the defensive anymore. But that's another subject. Hey, Tommy, hang hang on. Let me go ahead and uh, put you on hold. Uh, we got to take another little break. We'll come wrap it up right here in America. Trucking Network. Dean Michael, the tax doctor here. Are you tired of those tax problems following you around like a dark cloud, always in the back of your mind, losing sleep at night? Call me now and get your life back. 888-557-4020 or go to taxhelpmd.com. Pretending they're not there won't make them go away. The IRS isn't going to forget. They will levy your bank account and garnish your wages. Don't wait for that to happen. I'm not telling you these things to scare you. I'm telling you so you can benefit from my years of experience. Now is the time to act. 888-557-4020. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the punchline. Here it is. You got it. I'm back. Back in the saddle. Of course, you know, riding the wave with Dave and Mr. Tommy Taylor. Now, uh, Tommy, we got about five minutes. You know, I was just kind of jotting down some notes. Now, I haven't had a chance to watch a whole lot of the uh, college football or not even the NFL, but here's what I would throw out there to you. I'll get your response, and this is an easy pitch for you to hit. Uh, You know, the defensive backs have got to play the receivers uh, up on the line of scrimmage. I mean, you're allowed, what, five yards in the NFL, and I'm not even sure of college if they allow you five yards, but you got to fight them and don't let them get down the field. The times I see highlights, these defensive backs are 10, 15 yards off the line of scrimmage, and then when the rece- receiver runs at them, they're backpedaling, and they're going straight on, so you know darn well you're at a disadvantage, and if you play that kind of defense, you're not going to be able to guard anybody. No, it's like playing several in baseball. It's easier to be back on the warning track and come up on a fly ball than be playing shallow and have to run back over your, you know, like Willie Mays made that catch. So, yeah, yeah uh, they should be back deeper. They're not. They get burned a lot. In fact, tonight Alabama dropped one over the defensive secondary and caught them to sleep at the wheel and did that very thing. So, yeah, the defensive packages, uh, they don't play deep enough. You're exactly right. A lot of single coverage. And, you know, if I can outrun you, which I would, if you and I were out there, I would, I'd be looking like a gazelle going down the field and Dave's going, where the crap's that guy going? Where do you get those wheels? So well, I could get behind the coverage and I would get a touchdown, but you're right. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I, I did play a little bit of DB besides being a, a wide receiver, flanker back. But, uh, well, you know what? I think they should, if they wanted to actually even things up, uh, how about this rule? I, I would like to see them institute that there's no such thing as pass interference uh, t- within 10 yards off the line of scrimmage and let the guys do all kinds of chicken fighting and stuff because you see so many petty calls uh, nowadays where, you know, uh, the quarterback's in trouble and he just, just flings the ball out there, you know, six, seven yards and uh, the defensive backs maybe t- 
tangled up with them. They said, well, you know, it's, it's holding or it's interference or whatever. But uh, if you had it where once the ball's up in the air and you're within 10 yards, man, it's a free-for-all. That's a great point. And one big rule penalties this year that's being called a lot, it's being very controversial or getting controversial, is intentional grounding. Was there a receiver in the vicinity when the guy, you know, is getting ready to get sacked, he just throws it away? Yeah. Was there a receiver close by? So that's become a pretty hot potato as far as penalties. And as far as you and I, Dave, I can't even walk and chew gum. So I'm not <laughs> going to burn you for a touchdown. I can't even get across the field. So if you're guarding me on man coverage yeah. in the secondary, I, I'm no threat, Hoss. You yeah. got me blanketed like a like a police blanket. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> that's that's what I was thinking. I mean, I may have slowed down a step or two, but uh, I was thinking uh, one of these days I'll have to tell you a hell of a story about when I got challenged in a hundred yard dash. You know, like uh, the construction job site by some young punk. You know, and, and the next thing you know, everybody's pulling out money, betting this way and betting that way. Well, we didn't race that day. We you know waited. I said, well, let's do it on Friday and stuff. And uh, but anyhow. <laughs> But, well, I wanted to make sure I was in tip-top shape, and I didn't think this guy, he was a little skinny, scrawny guy, looked like he might be fast, but I didn't think there was no way in hell my buddies are all telling me, can this guy beat you? And I said, well, I don't think so, but I mean, hell, I, I said, well, let's find out. He said, well, I want to know if I'm putting $100 on you. Hell, yeah, I want to know whether you're going to beat him or not. I said, well, if I lose, I'll keep on going. You won't be even catch me. So. <laughs> run, Forrest, run. Yeah. You're coming right to the tunnel. Keep on driving. So, anyhow, I'll tell you guys the end of the story. Story at another time, but uh, uh, so yeah, so and I could pick him up and lay him down pretty good, you know. So uh, that's another story for another day. But uh, well, listen, it's going to be exciting. So you got any predictions what to look for here in the last minute or so, Tommy? With uh, uh, the uh, Big Ten uh, firing up, and uh, is the Pac-10 starting up too this coming week? Uh, I think so. I think Pac-12 is getting ready to crank uh, up. The Big Ten is one I'm wanting to watch, and yeah. uh, you know, the Wolverines think they got a pretty good team. The Buckeyes have a really good team. So they're going to be right in the mix when it's all said and done. And so, Penn State's got uh, got some uh, meanies, too, oh, yeah. so they're going to be there. Hey, now, real quick, since we were talking about your big, huge show that's uh, growing in popularity, let everybody know we got about 25 seconds. Tom Taylor Sports Show, weekdays, 11 to 1. Be sure and give us a watch on the Facebook page, the Tom Taylor Sports Show. And as always, to the truckers, the guys and gals, thank you. If we got it, more than likely a trucker brought it. Keep it up, folks. Thank you again, Dave. Thanks for me being on your show. I love it. I always appreciate hearing from you. I love you taking time out of your busy schedule. Say hi to everybody there at the Honky Tonk when you stop in to pay a last call with them. So uh, we'll go ahead and fly, and I'll talk to you next weekend. And we got to take a little short break, guys, right here at America's Trucking Network. You're listening to News. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.